And it's a very warm welcome back to the Bar Stewards Inquiry, the Friday night show where we preview the next day's racing. Unfortunately for us, we've lost Trials Day at Cheltenham. The track is waterlogged. Looks like we might lose Fairy House as well. So that only leaves us with Doncaster to talk about. As ever, I'm joined by John Leng and Lee Keys. And in association with systembet.co.uk, I'm Catherine Fry. We're going to take you through a few listeners questions we may have to save some for the sunday sermon because thanks to you all we're getting some great questions in at the moment keep them coming we really do appreciate them but we will get underway with a few of those and then we will take a look at the card at doncaster let's hope that doncaster doesn't get besieged by rain because we will then we'll really be uh, scratching around on the all weather so we're going to look at a question from nick davis is the drainage at Cheltenham, has it started failing? Sure there have been meets on with less rain, or has the surface been knackered by years of the can? Think a few years back, it would dry up pretty quickly. Um, I've got um, an answer to that, Nick. Um, I think the last two winters um, here in Cheltenham have actually been two of the wettest winters I've ever known. Um and even in town, the water table is really, really, really high. And I think that we're just dealing with, I think we've had a lot of rain in the past, but not the sort of quantity on, like on days that have been falling. So we might sort of, it might rain all day, but a very sort of light quantity. We're getting absolute deluge within a couple of hours at the point. And I mean, I've never known the water table to be as it is in town the the rivers and lakes are absolutely bursting their banks all over town being for a walk today and it is the whole town is absolutely saturated but i'll open this up to the boys and see what they think um lee your thoughts on the ground at Cheltenham? yeah it's interesting nick nick sort of he's quite a shrewd judge and like in the early days when the drainage system was was sort of Done at Cheltenham, you know. Literally, you, you know, you, you'd have good to firm festivals. You know, I mean, it's, mm. it, 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 yeah, yeah. It was, but but obviously, you know, Mother Nature has its um, has its duty, and like you say, I mean, the, the thing is, it's hard to know. It's, it's a really hard question to answer. I mean, I mean, does does watering affect, uh, affect like like you said the, the base overall? I, I don't know. I, mm. I, I'm not not qualified to say, but. But yeah, I'd agree with you, Catherine. Really, on what on what you said. Um, so yeah, that's I it. think we've been particularly sort of un- unlucky this this last sort of two months in the fact that we had a really, really, really wet December, massive storm just before Christmas, massive storm after Christmas, and um, lost New Year's Day, and then literally since New Year's Day, all it has done is piss with rain, and then we had ten centimeters of snow on Sunday, obviously that melted, and it just rained again for the rest of the week. So I think it's just been sort of quite unlucky, really. But, uh, John, I know that you always like to uh, talk about Clarks and their ground. What what do you have to say on this? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how much I can add to this because we've had genuine local information, haven't we? As <laughs> you, yourself has kindly looked down from... The big house as it sits majestically astride Clay's Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and, that's my gaff, didn't you know? <laughs> and, um, the Cheltenham surface, well, there has been a lot of watering over the years. Um, 
in my experience, watering Wakens routes, when you get wake routes, it does affect the racing surface. Um, you look at even old clips, I mean, you go back to like the the Quagmire of 75 when the likes of 10 up and Chin Ruller were winning races. They weren't kicking Clemmies up the size that they kick up on the opening day now when it's supposed to be good to soft ground. Um, but that said, as well, you get situations where the, gra- the ground came back in those days, you know, I mean, uh, you got 77 when it was a lot quicker ground, and there was, there was two or three killed, I think there was two killed in that Gold Cup that year. Um, <laughs> and as you say, Catherine, you know, we're getting wetter winters. Um, don't know, would be the short answer, but I, I just wish there'd be a bit more circumspect with the watering. I think, like, I think they could have sort of said this at the beginning of the week. I mean, it it, it hasn't just become waterlogged. Like, the town's been underwater since <laughs> since the beginning of January. And then we had the snow as well. I think it was pretty obvious what was going to happen, but... I guess when you know, I think it's kind of weird, especially as you know there would be no crowd. Why they didn't say it earlier, but you know, I guess they were just desperate to get those. Oh, my gondolas in town eating carnettos, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, another question. Uh, this is from Martin Shallow. How much did Barney Curley give McCrook to bail him out? I haven't a clue. Lee? Um, you washed your hands quickly, Catherine. <laughs> I, I know, yeah. Legal <laughs> team, John. No? Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, obviously, the, the rumours were at the time that, that Barney paid vast sums to, to bail John out. And I mean, you could, I mean, if you ever watched that interview on ATR, yeah, super. It, yeah. you know, I, I mean, it, it was just, you could see that, that John normally had got everything to say to anybody and wouldn't back down to anybody. But as soon as, <laughs> soon as Barney started ranting at him, you know, and use, and use a takeout merchant, you're the biggest. Yeah. And it's like, and, and he's just saying, yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> so, I mean. You were gone. <laughs> yeah, the the, the, the rumours were that it was it was a substantial amount, but I mean, this is a thing. I, I don't know, no idea. John, no idea. Well, um, whatever he did bail him out to, I don't think he bailed him out with Ladbrokes because um, I think it would have been about nineteen eighty nine time. Myself and a friend friend of mine were organising a charity deal um, in Scarborough to try and raise a few quid for the scanner for the hospital. And I had another friend that was an area manager for Ladbrokes. And he said, do you want my credit there? I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> was the short answer, you know. I said, why? And he said, oh, he said, uh, he has to do whatever we say. He said, we have him opening back before. Oh, really? So, um, so it was more than a few bob then. <laughs> you know, it sounded like they had him on a choke chain. You know, and <laughs> every time they gave him, the Yankee had to go and open the shop or something. You know, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 
That was just for the fanboys, that. To let you, let you know, like, like Catherine's age there, 1389. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 1989. What a year, though. Desi won the Gold Cup. I was there. Yes. Great year. Yahoo. Anyway. Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo loves the mud. Yeah. yeah indeed. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I can tell you two have been on the gin. Moving yeah. on to <laughs> question four. <laughs> Are the top national hunt trainers better horsemen than their flat equivalents? I find it inconceivable that some of the silver spoon merchants on the flat wouldn't be eaten alive by the likes of Mullins. <laughs> John, that's a question for you specifically. Ah, they bollocks. No. Really? I mean, for every John Gosden stroke Willie Mullins, there's a hundred John Wainwrights and Charlie Pogsons, isn't there? Yeah. There's probably more underachievers on the flat. Um, ones that have had things handed to them, you know. I mean, obviously, I hate to name names, but, you know, uh, Harry and Ed, for, for instance, you know, I mean, that money would have probably been better spent on redundancy money for Labour's staff when he turned it in. Um, but no, no, I think the top are the top, you know, I mean, okay. would you really say Cecil would have struggled if he'd had to train novice hurdlers? You know, no, but uh, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, Cecil was a genius, wasn't he? You know, and if, if you want to like compare somebody that did it across both codes, Dr. O'Brien, mm-hmm. you know, I mean... Yep. No, uh, you t- you top flat trainers can do well. I mean, Stout did it. He won a champion hurdle, didn't he? Yeah, Cabensis. Fanshawe did. Yeah. You know, Fanshawe probably a better sticks trainer than flat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cabensis. So, yeah. No, no, would be Michelle's answer. Okay, Lee. Yeah, uh, agree, agree, agree with John there. I th- I think I think it's a case of uh, you know what you train what you've got and. Um, I mean, I mean, the thing is, you know, what I find interesting is like train the old guard trainers where horses would make the debuts at six and seven year, years years old in national scenes. You know, like your old school trainers, like say for example Jim Draper. You know, it, it give them time. I think the, mm-hmm. the things have moved on though now. The the owners of this day that pay sort of two hundred and fifty thousand for a, a winning point to pointer want want to see them bolt up yeah. at the Leopard Sound Christmas Festival in a bumper. Mm-hmm. You know, not not wait until six year olds six year old for the debut. I think yeah. I think the game's just changed a little bit. So so it's just yeah, that that's where I sit on it. That the the game the, the times are ever moving, and you know I don't think there's any a, a, any <clears throat> su- superiority from flat or national. So. Okay, all right. We'll do one. We'll do one more question, and then we'll leave the rest for Sunday. And if you do have any for Sunday, if you're listening, please do still send them in. Uh, we know where we're up to, and we'll make sure that your question gets read out. Um, this is quite a good one from Tom Jenkins. We all moan and chastise the fixers, but if you were a jockey, cricketer, stroke professional sportsman, would you be bent, stroke, use your privileged position to bet, <laughs> stroke, fix for your men? 
Confession time. <laughs> Absolutely. Forgive me, Father. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Yeah. <laughs> silence. <laughs> well, that one's silence the boys. Well do, you done. Me to an- do you want me to answer first, Catherine? Go on, Lee. Um, I think you it's circumstances. Day- angel and devil on your shoulder there. Yes, I think it's circumstances. I think if I was if I was a, a Frankie the Tory of this world, I would not be interested. If I yeah, was a yeah. if I was a journeyman jockey, uh, as a journey person jockey, I, I have to be careful with my language these days. Um, but yeah, so so see, so yeah, I, I would I would say that it depends on your personal circumstances. Okay. It, it simply as if you're riding for um, an 85 year old deer that that basically you know do, doesn't doesn't give a hell about the game and, and it's six to four favorite and somebody offers you. 5k to stop it then yeah i'd probably stop it but then if it, if it if it was if it was if it was like a lovely set of owners that have all had the money on the cash on and you know how can you go against that so, yeah, yeah. so you know that's the quality um yeah. john interesting little scene over here the uh, the angel and the devil on my shoulders um do you have an angel john the, the devil's just taking the angel outside and kick the shit out of it <laughs> Uh, uh, would you be bent of course I would superb Uh, love it no messing yeah um, just a a quick story Sam Hall legendary trainer and legendary Brandy Alexander drinker um, story about the lads who hadn't got punters in his yard he got a gamble that was a ruined really by early money from unnamed sources and he lined all the lads up in the yard and he said right anybody that's got punters take a step forward and they were all frightened stiffer sam so that all them we punters took a step forward and there's about four left behind that didn't have punters and he gave them all the extra work mucking out for being so stupid as to not have punters <laughs> um you know, so I mean, you, you have to, and, and unless, as Lee says, you're like Frankie Dittori. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's too easy not to be, you know. Um, yeah, point John. You know, if you're riding on the all weather in the 64th area, I mean, I, I, honestly, I'd, I'd be the world's worst. Honestly, I'd be hating the length and breadth of the UK. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, the worst of it is I really wouldn't care. Uh, oh, brilliant. You know what, John? I don't think anybody can not admire your honesty. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Tell it as it is, boy. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take a look at Doncaster then. Um, a seven race card tomorrow at Donny. Let's hope it goes ahead. Um, now, I think I described this card to you both earlier as a pile of shite um i'm obviously sulking of course because <laughs> doncaster is shit old to me actually oh i did yeah yeah you, yeah. you use the word shit yeah i did yeah. So, sorry doncaster it's just you know the aids capital of the uk i didn't actually know that fact i well, didn't know that i have been to doncaster on several occasions long time ago um yeah Lee, where do you want to start with Donny? 
Okay. Um, shall we go race one? We may as well do like the. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 12.55 race, the uh, handicap hurdle. Um, I thought Dorking Boy was a shade of value at oh. around uh, the double figure. I might tip yours, John. I tip your nap. Is that what I've done? I'm terrible. Well, well, well. Basically, I'll tell you how I found it. Is is that right? If you look um, to its form last season, it beat the wolf. It beat the wolf 123. Um, it's now 121. They've they've had a few spins. Blah blah. blah. They've, they've tried chasing. Doesn't work. They put Miss S Whittle on last time out. You know, I mean, the old, the old, like, get a few pounds off Whittle. So she did. She, she, she's absolutely swam the channel for the Lacey team. She's got three pounds got off. one for the team. Yes, one for the team there, Miss Whittle. Um, and she's got the horse in a note to 120. And with a very useful conditional in Jason Dixon taking the seven off, he's 14%. Fourteen percent for a for a seven for mm-hmm. seven, seven off. So Dorking Boy dropped in class, etc. Double figures, massive price. Yeah, superb. And and that's yours as well, is it, John? We can assume. No, I'm sickening him off. Um, yeah, I mean for all the reasons that Lee suggested, really. Um, I mean, Miss Whittle did a marvellous job once that I stood it out with a wheelchair and got her on the arse. <laughs> the only, uh, the other, the alternative I came up with was possibly Sunset West. But I thought I had some fair novice farm and would probably run well, but the, the price is not in the right order. Yeah. But talking by was, yeah, yeah, good, good so spot. <laughs> Um, anybody fancy anything to oppose Shishkin? Best um, after the trainer, really. <laughs> you know, I mean... If I asked the trainer, I wouldn't get a straight answer. That's why I'm asking you to. <laughs> I'll t- I tell, tell you what, I'll tell you what I'd do tomorrow. And this this is a race I did mark off as something interesting in that, obviously, with the price of Shishkin, bookmakers sometimes offer different markets. And, like... For me, Cheddleton beats Eldorado Allen every mm-hmm. other yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And the, the ground was really, like, perched up at die today, re- real soft, which Cheddleton likes. And I, I just think with the Tizard, the, the Tizard form, and, and I, I know I know that he, he's got a great jockey on in Jonja, but Cheddleton, for me, is he's, he's definitely the second best in there. And 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 that's where I'd look for a match bet or or some kind of forecast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John, I'm just wondering whether Nico might do an alert and go 75 wide and then jump off halfway down the back. I don't know. Yeah, didn't have a good day today, did he? <laughs> <laughs> He's terrible, to be honest, Nico. Terrible. Yeah, I must admit. <laughs> It's really weird, okay? I thought he was terrible, and then he went through a stage of being okay, and now he just seems bloody terrible again. He's bloody awful. I, I mean, can, I can you... Your can... case, that was Stephen Jobs, wasn't it? 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the amazing thing is, and I've always said this, that that like you've got John Gosling on the flat, who's got like Rab Avlin, Nicky Mackay when Frankie Dettori is not available, and Nicky Henderson uses Nico, Jerry, and Ned. You know, <laughs> he, you know. I mean, I mean, come on. So I mean, what's that? Telling him table. I think it might be more about maybe what do they know. <laughs> Awesome, like, uh... I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure when Nico doesn't just know where they're buried, I think he probably helped to bury them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He dug yeah. the holes. I think he sort of... What was that really good horse of Henderson's that had been dead ages before he announced it? Was it Spirit Leader? Mm. And he was still saying that he was... He was... Um, he ran in the uh, Supreme with Sprinter Saccharin. Did he run in the Supreme with Sprinter Saccharin? Okay, he ran really well in the Supreme. Might be getting my years mixed up a little bit. And then basically he sort of went astray, as so many of them do. And people were going, oh, Nicky, any any news on Spirit League? And he's like, oh, no, absolutely, it's fine, not a problem. Turns out the horse had broken his bloody neck. <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we move on. Um, 2.05, uh, Lee? Oh geez, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is the the the, the, the typical uh, mares race. I mean, you, right? You can analyze this, right? You you could study this race for five hours. You, <laughs> you, you you've got Floressa that basically looked a bit dead last time out. Like I was really disappointed in her last time out. Then you've got Marie's Rock that Hendo was claiming this is the second coming, and then run an absolute shitter last mm-hmm. time. And then Miranda, they've had to take up to Musselburgh with Angus on taking seven off to try and get her to win. <laughs> you know, and, and Angus couldn't get her on. And then then you're into the, you know, the inferiors. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd love anyone. I mean, I mean, come back to us, you know, on Twitter or anything. Come back with a nap in this race and, and I'll bow down to you if you, if, if you nail it because uh, I, I'm tipping nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, I think regular listeners by now will know my views on mares hurdles, mares chasing, mares anything really. It's a case of kettle on, bit of pate on it, and shout the dog in for ten minutes. I hope that's not a um, very unwoke, misogynistic view, there, Mister Lane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> So you know what? I'm actually tempted okay, to give Maria's, Maria's Rock another chance. Um, headgear goes on. Second run back after the wind up. Plus, for Hendo, actual decent jockey on board in James Bowen. I'm telling you, have got the first jockey on there, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what people would, would have as the first jockey, yeah. yeah. So I, I would be... I'd be quite tempted for that, but uh, let's move on to the River Don. I'd say my my one better the day runs in this, and that's Pat's Fancy. And I sort of about a couple of hours ago, I looked and he was eight to one, and I thought, oh, cracking, that's okay. Just obviously warming show. Come on, and he's now nine to two. You know. Mm. So. Hey, what? Sorry. Nothing. Yeah, sorry, Catherine. 
so um yeah I'd, i mean he's he's definitely he's going to go in my um in my bar steward's inquiry pick for the weekend but yeah i'm just a little bit disappointed that he's he's gone that short to be honest um but yeah anyway lee anything for us in here yeah um i like i like to at prices and father I, I do like your selection um I, you know i think i think he's going the right way i i, I do like him but like you say he's been hammered overnight again yeah. the overnight rats have have, have, uh, have have taken to your fancy um there's two I like at prices: Fernhill and Exploiter for me. Um, the the, the yeah. uh, bent case horse. Um, I think that that's already displayed a, a really good staying character to win this kind of race. It's very perched up ground. Fernhill would be very suited to that, and I think double figures does represent you know a, a good amount of value. Exploiter at Chepster. It might look a really sort of moderate run. In the fact, well, you couldn't win that, but it was terrible tactics. He was held up off a slow pace, came there, and just basically couldn't catch the front runners, which, as always, is the case at Chepster. You know, you you just, it it was disadvantaged. And I thought, exploiters, there's a lot more in the locker there. So, two figures, two horses there at double figure odds that I think are a little bit underrated in this race. Okay, and John, uh, anything in this uh, River Don for you? Yeah, Pat's fancy, thanks. Ah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's you, isn't it? It's you that's moving. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I was fancying Flash Kalanji's, um, and then when Pumpkinhead was out, I, uh, I switched quickly to Pat's fancy because he's got such terrific form on slot, really. Exactly, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has won at the absolute slop of all slops in Foss Last. Ross Last regular, yeah. you know. Uh, Which may as well be in the sea. For the lovely Rebecca. <laughs> you know, so. I'd say she'd be right up your street, John. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, on to the, uh, the sky bets. The uh, the centerpiece of this uh, Doncaster card, should we say? Now I'm going to let sentiment go here, but literally, if York Hill wins this, I will be crying. He's like the one thing, the sort of one shining light of the National Hunt season so far is that they got York Hill back to win the rehearsal, and I just uh, just come home safe at the end of the day. But you know, to see him win this would be absolutely amazing. Um, so on uh, from one sentimental old sod to another, John, what do you fancy in this? I, I love the fact that you class me as a sentimental old uh, it, It's sarcasm, John. <laughs> it's a um, I, I've done a fair job of work on this race. I love it. Go on. Because at the far day stage, there was a cap guard gelding of Paul Nichols, that myself and they were both with, and it nobody name escapes me at the minute, but I was proper fancying this. It was a J.P. McManus, and I thought, well, if that's the selected of three entries, I think there was, I thought, I'm going to be all over this like a rash. And then, of course, they take that out, and the one that they lay in, that there's particularly strong money for, they've got Decky on, so... <laughs> 
I wasn't pleased. <laughs> so I, I, I resorted to several videos, not all of them pornos. Some were actually erasing. So you're mixing it up a bit for once, John. Of course. Um, and I, I've got one here that is 40 to 1 that I think should be between 14s and 16s. Okay. And that's Guitar Pete. Oh, I love him as well. Um, <laughs> well, yes, he's a lovely old boy, isn't he? Uh, yes. <laughs> he was just moving into contention at Kempton when he gets to the fourth last last time. Mm-hmm. And he seemed as though he would rather tunnel under it than go over it. Um, now, to me, you could not have kicked him out the first four that day. And I, I tend to think he might even have won it. Okay. The fact that Cotton Wool Nicky thinks he's sufficiently over it to run here, <laughs> I take as a huge positive because one of his taking a far like that, you probably wouldn't have seen it till October, you know? Yeah. Um, Doncaster's a lot less taxing to jump than Kempton. I mean, they get round you, they are carrying your Catherine. So, at 40 to 1, a sporting play on guitar, please. Okay. 40 to 1. Do you know, I when um last season when things things were not actually was it last season was it the season before i'm getting my seasons but may have even been the season before um when things were wonderfully normal um i had guitar pete was running at cheltenham i had to interview nikki richards and i ended up just blubbering on to him about how much i loved guitar pete so nikki of course you're going to be listening to this podcast i, I do apologize just Really like the horse. <laughs> um, Lee, what's what, what, what he fancy? He's a lowly old boy, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> Actually, can I was it you, John? Because that, you know, maybe maybe it was you in disguise. <laughs> what? Lee, go on, give us your sky bit. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is for me that of, of this race, um, the, the key form line is the Captain Ode Canelo form line, and I can't see past it. I just can't. I mean, it's not it's not very original. I mean, I'm not I'm not bouncing up and down at the prices, but uh, the one thing for Canelo this season, if you if you watch him, this, he looks a different animal. Is he's, he's a different beast to, yeah. to, to, to last season? You know, what I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> off. He's off. Yes. The, the handbrakes. I, I, I was going to say that. I thought, no, 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 no. That's You can't say that's far too obvious. And then I hear John yeah. shout, well, he's off. He's off. You are. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the, the Captain Nord Canelo fought in the, in the uh, Peter O'Sullivan Memorial um, at Newbury is definitely the form line to concentrate on. There's no, no doubt about it. Um, I mean... I, I can't see anything else other than that. But uh, the prices, I'm, I'm, I'm a bouncing no. But that's the form. <laughs> that's the that's the form line to work on. Anyway. I'm like bouncing no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Let's move on to the Skybet Money Back handicap chase. The uh, last race that we're going to cover. Um, go on, John. You you lead this one. What are you going for? The Skybet money back, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm hoping for much more than my money back, yeah. Um, a gamma, mum, 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 
Oh, whatever the hell in the hell is. Oh, yeah. Again, uh, Agamemnon, yeah. Yeah. Um, he had Paddy Brennan booked for this before he had him booked for his COVID jab. Um, <laughs> it, honest, honestly, he, he's been nailed down to this since the dawn of time. Honestly, he was always riding this. Um, okay. I got my one. The last run will have brought this to concert pitch. It's only a pound higher than for the last win. It handles slop. It ticks several boxes for me, this one. Um, and that would be my main bet tomorrow. Lovely. Okay. Lee, do you agree with Mr. Lang? Um, no. Um, it's one of those sort of races. It's some bad ones in here. But uh, I thought the uh, Nick Kent train, you know, Superman, Nick Kent, or Clark Kent, Nick Kent, whatever. You said that right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who's, who's in the box? I, I thought, who's in your box, I, I would say. But, but you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that, that's the one for me. I, I think it beat Cyclop at Market Raisin um, when Cyclop was well in. And I think... Who's in the box in the slop? And it will be slop tomorrow. Cuss up ground at Doncaster. And I thought that would uh, that would run a big race. Fabulous. Um, Lee, can I just ask, how many gin, gins have you had? <laughs> um, I'm on the... Uh, I, I'll tell you what I'm on at the moment. It's the Lakes gin. Okay. The, it's from, from uh, uh, Cumbria. And um, it, it's really potent. 47%. It, That's oh. hell. It, so- it sounds marvellous, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds really effective, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think that you should have some before every podcast. Yeah. And yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got some particularly stubborn stains on my kitchen floor. Okay. <laughs> I might, I might just give that a yeah, word. There's no, no mixers. It's literally block ice with it. Yeah. Block ice. A, a square piece of ice, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Let's let's give the um listeners our our for our patent. Um. So I'll kick off Pat's fancy f- for me in the River Don. John. Don. John. Yeah. The Agamemnon. Yeah. Um. Dorking. Dorking lad for me in the opener. Doncaster. Yes, Doncaster. Doncaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up here it's Doncaster, but it's Doncaster. It's like they say Keltonum. There's only one hour in Doncaster, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no hour in Bath. 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 Do you mind? Do you mind? Look, you, like, you know, you're talking to someone down here, it's Bath. <laughs> Do you mind? Dorking boy, Pat's fam, Pat's family, Pat's Pat, fancy, Pat's and Agamemnon. Okay, yeah. I've got a good feeling about this. I reckon we're on to a winner there, Trig. Um, so right, <laughs> we will be back for the Sunday sermon, of course, on Sunday. Um, if we didn't get to your question today, don't worry, we will read it out on Sunday. If you've got any more. Um, please do fire them in just either to any of us on Twitter or to the Bar Stewards Inquiry account on Twitter. 
thanks for listening. Enjoy Donnie tomorrow and um, go and invest in some of Lee's gin. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>